This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles, on the Rockstar Radio Network. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms? How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, a fabulous top of the day to all of you, wherever you are in the world, because it could be the bottom of the day, I guess. But um, I have a guest on today that we're going to be looking at an area that is near and dear to my heart. I've spent over three decades making my living, uh, a very strong part of my living, as a factor in it. And I truly, truly believe that if an author wants to sell books, this is the avenue that they go through. They must understand it. They must uh, use it. They must really get the power, really the power of the platform. And it is a pleasure to be able to speak clearly, coherently, to, to solve problems for people. As one of my guests, Gary Ryan Blair, said, that it's not money that makes the world go around. It's problems. And one of the ways that you, dear authors, solve people's problems is to be able to speak about them, to be able to connect, to reach out, to bring them in, to really share amazing insights and ahas. And with me throughout the hour is going to be one of the best speaking coaches and really visionaries for platform strategies and compelling presentations, Karen Sussman. She's She's been working with authors also for 30 years with speakers around the world, and she's worked with educators, she's worked with engineers, she's worked with anyone who wants to know how to speak to become a more compelling speaker. She's learned the secret of successful speaking. She's given uh, literally over 140 presentations to hostile, can you believe it, hostile audiences in a tr- and turning them around. And sure, clients include NBC, Marriott Hotels, even Burger King. So with that, I want to welcome Karen Sussman to your guide to book publishing. Hi, Karen. Hi, Judith. Good How are you? you? I'm great. Great. Well, we're going to talk about gaining visibility for yourself and your book by speaking. And so I, I never know, you know, which way we want to jump in right away because uh, I, I'm so passionate about this and, and knowing and, and people understanding where where to begin, where to start. So sh- let me just ask this. Is it smart for an author to be to start speaking? about their book before their book is actually birthed? Oh, absolutely, because the concepts are valid and you'll you'll be stirring up excitement about your book. And not only that, but there's some tremendous degree of credibility by saying you're even writing the book, Mm -hmm. so formulating the book. Plus, you can also use your audience to gain valuable information as far as their interests in your topic, 
what their big concerns are, their problems, as you mentioned, and how you might solve them. And so you can get real-life examples from your audience. And, you know, you are so right on there. I actually abandoned a book uh, after a presentation. I had done all the research, all the work. I'd done the interviews. I'd done the layout. Um, I knew that there was absolutely there was an audience for it. But if I did the book, I would lose 80% of the current audiences that I had. And basically, they would view it as an abandonment. And I, I had to make. I made a decision that day. John couldn't. John hubby. John couldn't believe that I had put all that work into it. I actually had put the flyer together to start accepting pre-sales for it at this conference I was at. And I, I just made the decision. And, and that's a. It's a critical thing to be able to do. Um, to realize that not only where your bread is buttered on, but would it be a full mix or would it really alienate part of the audience that you had spent so many years developing? And I made that decision. That's really amazing. And <laughs> I, <laughs> good for you. I, I think it's also important that many times I'll give people a three-by-five card in my audience and say, uh-huh. what is your burning question about this topic? Uh-huh. And then collect those because it gives me tremendous insight because I know my topic, and I may be thinking that everybody else obviously knows the answers to all of these questions and knows how to solve these problems, but they don't. And they are very eager that your audience is eager to help you be even better and have a better focus on your book. So Mm -hmm. you make them partners. Well, when you coach uh, speakers, and you do do coaching uh, people who want to become speakers, uh, what are some of the, if you were to say, what are the three compelling things they need to bring to the party to start structuring a speech, what would they be? Well, I think they have to answer, why me? Why why would I be a speaker? What can I speak on? Um, And and what would my topic be? And I ask people to make a list of all of their areas of expertise. And it's a little bit more of a challenge if someone is writing fiction, but I think that even in a fiction book, you have lessons to be learned. You know, Mm -hmm. what are the universal truths that are in your story that you're writing? Mm -hmm. But if you're an ex... Pardon? Yeah, go ahead. I, I, I agree with you. I, I think that fiction uh, fiction is very close to nonfiction in structure. I don't care what these authors say. They're right, still and they have a elements. message. You know, yeah. There's something that they're trying to get across to leave with the reader so that they'll be talking about it after and thinking and pondering it, and that's the thing that you could be talking on. And I think that you also uh, have to say, are you a good speaker? Because not all writers are. I remember hearing Garrison Keillor, who I love. I listen to his program mm-hmm. on NPR, you know, Prairie Home Companion, every week, every chance that I can. I heard him do a book signing and saw him, and it was painful. And I wanted to raise my hand wildly and ask him if we'd like a coaching session. But, of course, I didn't. <laughs> yes. If he asked, do you have a question, I would have said, yes, I want to know how I could be helpful to you. So you also have to really face that. So it's why you, what could you speak on, what your topic be, and make a list of all of those possibilities, break them down. And then I think you have to say, well, who would pay? Who really would be my audience? You know, and list those. So if you're talking about communication, let's say, 
which I speak on all the time, well, then there are many, many, many audiences. If you're talking about the care of turtles, you have a much more limited market, but there's still probably a market. And then the third question is, how do I reach them? Where would they be? Where would they be gathering? What do they read? Uh, how will I get in front of them and be an expert? Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I, I love that you said tariff turtles because the reality is you're, you're talking about a, a niche, a very, a very niche here. But, the, but there is a huge market for those kind of things where I would, people who, you know, have done everything in the world and it could be a senior type related group, but certainly it would be on the environmental related groups. It would be anybody who loves the Discovery Channel. Um, I mean, you could go into all kinds of areas. Absolutely. Uh, and, and find it. So I, I, I think that what's important for our listeners to understand is that even if they have an oddball expertise, there are people out there that just would love to hear about it. You just have to figure out where they are. Right. And I think with the Internet, it's a lot easier to figure out where they are. Oh, yes, there absolutely it is. There's no question about that. All right, so, well, let's let's get into this a little bit. So when you talk about... Uh, the why me and what to speak about. I know that for the years I would have people see me after a presentation say, oh, I want to be just like you. I want to speak about you. And I said, oh, great. So what are you going to speak about? I, well, I don't know. I thought you could tell me. So <laughs> that when people are drilling down, um, that what are some of the key questions you ask them if they are in that la-la land, that they want to speak but they're not sure what they want to speak about? Well, there's several, several ways I can approach it. One is I ask them to list every area of very expertise, and it doesn't necessarily have to be business-related or professional-related. Maybe they make the best lemon bars on the planet. And to really list all of that, or they figured out a way to get their kids accepted at college or whatever. And to, especially since we're talking about books, to, you've got a book topic. Obviously, that's something that you want to speak about. Mm-hmm. And you may be able to take that apart. And you've got 12 chapters, you've probably got 24 top talks at least. So it's, what is that? The other thing that I do to help them to think, oh, gee, well, I don't know anything that well, to get over that, is that I ask them to tell me about how other people would see their finest qualities, uh, what are 10 accomplishments that they've had in their lives, what are some of the most adventuresome things that they've done? What are they really proud of? To go through that process. And I think often we think, well, everybody knows about that. And, but people used to say, what makes you different? And what makes me different is that no one can do Karen Sussman. Mm-hmm. And so I think for the author to realize that they have a unique um, perspective on whatever their topic is. And that that's valuable to people. So it's to find out, really, it's it's what's unique. And everyone does have something unique. Or um, I I was, John and I like to watch the America's Got Talent, because mm-hmm. you never know what's going to pock out. And one guy who actually moved quite along, what was unique about him, Karen, is he was awkward. He was a comic, <laughs> and he was awkward. Yes. And, and he became endearing to you. This awkwardness. I, I could see how you could turn awkwardness into a comedic, awkward, you know, awkward, humorous presentation. Absolutely. And I think you need to go with your strengths. You need to 
really look at yourself in the mirror mentally, physically, actually, and be that. Uh, someone said, gee, aren't you afraid you'll goof up in a presentation? I said, well, I plan on it because I know it's going to happen. <laughs> I said, see, see those cords there? Yeah. Uh, I guarantee you can count how many times I trip over those. And yeah, I don't well, do it on purpose, but it gives me permission to be myself, and, and there is only one you. Great. So when we come back from our break, we're going to get more into being that you and taking advantage of those uniqueness and awkwardness because I've done them too. I'm Judith Bryles. My guest is Karen Sussman, and we're talking speaking this morning. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Is there a book in you or another? Author You will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being good with it. If you already have a book out, you'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author U is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join Author U today through its website at authoru.org. Follow Author U on Twitter at Author U and on Facebook at Author U, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. Author U, where the author goes to become seriously successful. Change the way you publish online. WaveCloud is a new form for authors to manage all their books' information in one place from start to finish, including pricing and listing summary. To learn more or sign up for email updates, visit wavecloud.com. Every picture tells a story. And it's a truism that people do judge a book by its cover. Nick Selinger and NZ Graphics have been in the business of producing superior graphic cover design and interior layout for self-published authors, independent and traditional publishers for years. He has developed a reputation for... Excellent work, fast turnarounds, and best of all, affordable pricing. NZ Graphics also produces ebooks and book marketing materials such as posters, sell sheets, postcards, bookmarks, business cards, logos, and more. Books designed for his clients have won multiple book awards, including Best Book Award by U.S. Book News, multiple Evie Awards from the Colorado Independent Publishers Association, Indie Book Awards, the San Francisco Book Festival Award, and Freedom Medal Award from Valley Forge. Visit www.nzgraphics.com or call 303-985-4174 for more details about making your book the success it should be. 
mentioned that you are an FOJ, friend of Judith's, and that you heard about NZ Graphics on your guide to book publishing. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. With me is Karen Sussman today, and she is the author of the forthcoming book uh, that is going to be called Connect or Die, The Secret of Making Compelling Presentations. And I've always said that sometimes you should listen to our conversations off the air before we come back on. And what Karen and I were talking about is that we we share a common bond between our love of certain shows like The Voice and America's Got Talent and who we think is going to be the final three and then the final two and then who's the winner and um, and, and Dancing with the Stars. And, and the reason why I bring this up is that uh, I... I when I have talked with people, they've always said that when I ask, well, do you watch television or what do you do? Oh, I don't watch television. And as a speaker, you need to get over that because your audiences watch television. They listen to the radio. They read things. And part of your job, part of your prep is to be involved with who and what they are. And I will commonly use live examples from a current show or a classic type show when I am speaking, when I would do my presentation, what the bleep did they say or you say. Um, there is a classic scene from Jerry Seinfeld that I would act out between Elaine and him and Kramer to get a clear point across. Well, my audience is with me absolutely and they are repeating the words as we go along. That's part of the connecting and there are shows that are out there that are popular you need to tune into because half of your audience is doing it and it just makes you more real um, and more savvy in the process. What do you have to say about that, Karen? Well, I agree and what I was making a couple of notes. It also, I think that when we say, oh, I never watch television, which I know is admirable, it distances us from our audiences because suddenly... <laughs> They're supposed to feel less than because and less intellectual because they do watch television. And I've been known to quote everything from, I hate to admit it, the Kardashians. To, oh. <laughs> because there are many life lessons to be learned from these things. And even if your audience doesn't watch the particular show you're referencing, the lesson is still valid if you make it valid for the audience. So I think you show your humanity that you're a real person as opposed to distancing yourself. We're distanced just by the mere fact that we have the guts to get up and speak. That's yes. put the distance between us and the audience. And yes. to show you're a real-life human being uh, by that you actually watch television. That, But you can also, as you said, extract so many good examples from television, from, you know, everything we were talking about, Amer um, America's Got Talent, but each one of those, if you were to 
analyze why they're being successful, how they appeal to the audience, um, how they show their emotion, how they connect. It would be very helpful to you as a speaker. Yeah, there's no question about that. And you know, if, if you're if you're just kind of new to this, maybe you haven't been watching. You know, just Google the top ten most popular TV shows. Watch a couple of episodes and see if there's and and, and again go in and drill down at what's the most popular episode with the role of the repeats. You can find that out, and there may be something that, that there's just that little gem um, that you can pull out. And and I love that you mentioned, Karen, the Cardassians, because um, they are... Um, they they're interesting and if you want to you can spoof it you can have a little fun you could say something like you know according to that global fashion expert or that global political expert you know kim kardashian blah 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 and people are going what the hell but they know that you're having a little fun and you know that's okay yeah absolutely i i commented on my facebook page that Kim Kardashian said she was really, she was being interviewed and she really was simplifying her life and staying at home to cook and really doing the basics. And then they asked her what she gave her boyfriend for his birthday and it was a Lamborghini. <laughs> and so I commented, maybe it just had cloth instead of leather seats. <laughs> it's so totally absurd and it puts me in the audience because we're all shaking our heads at this absurdity together. That's right. And so you're and and so what you've given just a fabulous example of connection. Absolutely. Of connection and that's really one of the critical secrets. All right, so let's jump into a few a few more things to do here. Okay. That um how about um how, how do you when you're coaching and for our listeners, I just want Karen's uh, website. If you want to contact her, is www.karensussman, S-U-S-M-A-N dot com. Karen, what are some of the places that a, a author who wants to get out there and speak on their books should start looking at? Um, and, and, and also we should tap into when is it free and when do you start charging a fee and and how do you go about charging a fee? And what are some negotiating tips? And that'll take us the rest of this quarter hour. <laughs> Where would you like to start? Uh, oh, all, all of the above. Where would oh. you like to start? <laughs> well, what was your very first question? I have I definitely had his memory lapse there. <laughs> You're still with Kim Kardashian. Yeah. We, we are we are talking about uh, where 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 do we find the right audience to connect okay. to. So it's back to what will you speak on. I think you have to determine what you could speak about. And, of course, in this case, related to your book, because that's a a package. What is the message? What's the metaphor in your book? And then determining your market who'd be interested. And then I would develop a 20-minute talk on your book or a subject related to it. For instance, if you've written a romance novel, a bodice buster that takes place in Croatia, you could even do a travel talk on Croatia. You could do a talk about travel. Uh, so it's extracting what is it that you could speak about. And then I would suggest that you start with where you are. You, Everyone belongs to a club, a group, a networking group, uh, an exercise group, a church, uh, something, an association. And they would most likely be open to having you 
speak. So I would start with that because you really want to be able to perfect your talk. And I think that unless you are renowned, you have to start for free. And I can't tell you how many times you should speak for free. Some people say you should speak hundreds of times for free. I don't think that that's necessary. I think that when you know uh, you can start charging is when someone says, what do you charge for your presentation? I think Mm -hmm. that if you're speaking for service clubs, you're going to be speaking for free. That isn't a bad thing because you can... Uh, do several things with that to leverage that experience. You can, uh, one, get testimonial letters from every one of those, and you should start collecting a big, fat notebook or file of testimonial letters on their letterhead because we all like to invite someone to speak that someone else has heard and liked, and you're saying that you were great and that the group loved it before, uh, is not as much a selling point as having someone else say it who heard you speak. So I would start uh-huh. collecting those. Yeah, and a tip to do on that, once you start really accumulating some solid ones, because you're going to get a lot of, this says she was great, but you're start, you're, what you're looking for, besides people just saying you're great, you're looking for some names that have some credibility that when you do go into the fee, especially the fee arena, that, that Susan Smith from the meeting planner with XYZ um, might have a lot more credibility than Susan Smith, audience participant. And so I, I actually used to have a, a couple of pages, and we had them broken down from healthcare groups, you know, corporate groups, but from key people who said, you know, you rocked, you changed the life, you you delivered so much more than we ever expected, blah, 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 blah. And, and with their title, their name, and their phone number, email that they could follow up with to contact them. Absolutely. And because. I I have a sheet that says, don't take my word for it. Ah, fabulous. Yes, and then I list several people with all of that information. Not an overwhelming list, but so that they know that they can call. And then I also let those people know who are on the list that they Mm -hmm. might be called or contacted. And that does a couple of things. One, it gives them a heads up so they'll be prepared. But it's also another opportunity for me to touch base with them, to know that I value them, and to remind them that I could speak to them again. Got so, it. All right. That works. Uh huh. So we want to look at the. We have a, about a minute to go here before we okay. go to our, our our next break. Thirty seconds, actually. So that, that the referrals are essential to start getting. So getting out, starting for free. That's a great way to do that, um, and just move around in there. And and also, you never know. There might be someone in that audience who could hire you. Absolutely. And I still, after thirty years of speaking. There are a couple of select international associations that I will speak for free because there is always someone in that group that will hire me. Oh, it's your market, your market. All right, Absolutely. when we come back, we come back. Henry at Two Vets is going to have another fabulous special for our listeners, and we will continue with smart speaking strategies. I'm Judith Bryles. We'll be right back. Bye. 
This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Since 1987, Color House Graphics has set the standard for quality book production. Whether you decide to print a small quantity of books or need a large print run, depend on Color House to help you. You'll receive professional help and advice the moment you reach one of our representatives. If you mention hearing about us on your guide to book publishing with Judith Bryles, we will provide you with discount on the first order you place. To speak with a project manager, call us toll-free at 800-454-1916 or visit us at www.colorhousegraphics.com. Do you need postcards that make a statement? How about business cards, flyers, brochures, or NCR forms? TuVets is the solution for all your printing needs. Providing services specially designed for authors, we deliver exceptional quality colored printing. Most important of all, we specialize in reducing your printing costs. No more waiting. No more standing in lines at your local printer. Online proofing. With our pricing tools calculator, you can get instant quotes on all your printing products as well as shipping rates all over the United States. Just a few clicks of the mouse and you're on the way to discovering how easy and convenient online color printing should be. Contact our friendly, human, account representatives. We recognize that you want answers, not voice prompts. Visit our website at www.tu-vets.com or call 1-800-894-8977. When Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972, they believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing question. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. 
Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, on your guide to book publishing, we are always so thankful and grateful and honored to have our many sponsors, and one of them is Two Vets, and Henry comes on every once in a while and lets our listeners know what kind of hot deals Two Vets has got going and uh, in, in the whole printing area, and, and I will tell Henry personally does my business cards, he does these fabulous bookmarks that we've done together, we have done these rolls of QR codes. Codes that are great. So, what are we today, Henry? Well, Judith, um, uh, one of the things that I wanted to uh, just quickly uh, discuss is that we want to make sure that we don't forget to keep a print in the mix. That's a pretty self-serving statement on my part, since I'm a printer. But uh, there are studies that show that uh, up to 76% of people who have purchased online were influenced to do that by something that they got uh, in the mail, be it the newspaper, magazine, postcard, flyer, something like that. So you want to make sure that you keep using printing. Uh, there's, it's no secret that there's less and less uh, mail being sent, but that makes each piece that arrives more special. Mm-hmm. And especially if you go ahead and you target uh, your particular customers with uh, mailings, this can be real uh, real rewarding for you economically. And obviously, you have to know who you're selling to anyway, so it shouldn't be a hard thing to do. One of the things that we do here at Tuvets is we offer everything from business cards to banners and uh, postcards and whatnot, and everything that we print can have a QR code put on there and that then links your printed piece to your uh, internet website or your web presence, a, a blog, a video, whatever. And um, author you members always receive 10% off of anything on our website. And we're having a special for the fall <clears throat> where we're taking our color flyers and discounting them uh, even more than the 10%. So, for instance, if you order uh, a 1,000 flyers, you're going to be paying for 500 flyers. Or if well, you order – go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say that there's two things, because we're talking about speaking today, and there's two things that Henry has been a partner with me for years in, and developing, he mentioned these killer postcards. And I had people who, when I would do follow-up, following up um, on, on leads and things, that I had sent a postcard that he had really beautifully done, plus we had a certain script we would put on the back of them. And we learned, and Henry made sure we did all this in color, and, and please, on your postcards, make sure you put a return address on them, too. Right. Is is that people would tell me, you know, my boss still has your postcard sitting on her desk and she's had it there for three months to remind her to get in touch with you. So there is that power, and I just want to reinforce that, especially for people who are reaching out and authors for speaking gigs. Right. Um, and, you know, uh, one of the things is that uh, we've been working with uh, publishing industry folks for probably over 25 years. And we know your industry, 
And uh, I love to speak to my publishing uh, customers. Everybody has a personal story, and I'm that's the kind of stuff I love to hear. So if you have any questions, any thoughts, any anything at all, please contact me. I'm always happy to hear directly from my customers. We do have an Internet presence with our website, but we are not a web printer. We like to talk to our customers. So give us a call, 800-894-8977, or you can always reach me directly, henry at twovets.com. That's T-U- yeah, T-U-hyphen-V-E-T-S.com. All right. So Henry at tu-vets.com. Fabulous, Henry. Thanks for your great tips. And we just, um, I love working with you. So thanks for Thank being you, with Judith. us. Thank you, Judith. I okay. love you. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Here we go. All right. So, Karen, yes. we are back and we are talking about just putting this all together. But we, we've we been talking about some some where to start. And it, it is code free. And, and we just before we went to break, you talked about some of the, the ideas that you had where you would go. And there are certain places that you would speak for free. And I also, there are some places I actually would pay to speak on the platform because that audience would be so loaded with people who would be buyers of of your speaking services and um, and good so and and as you get in the business you learn more about that but you had some ideas also that you wanted to talk about S- some tips on selling books at speaking gigs okay and free yes. free or fee right absolutely and one that book is going to give you a lot of credibility because there's just you know people are in awe of people who have actually published a book and so that you have was going to make it easier for you to speak. And there are a couple of ways that you can do that. One is to have your book be required reading before your presentation. And and some of these may work, some may not work, but here's sort of a list of them. Uh, you can write an article for the organization and promote your book. So many times you're speaking for a group that has a newsletter, whether it be online or an actual print newsletter, this is a value added for them if you offer to write a brief article about your topic, something that would be helpful to their readers. And then, oh, by the way, they can reach you and you are the author of your book and you can, that's where it can be reached and purchased. So you put that in your article. Uh, you can trade your speaking for an ad for your book. Uh, that could be something if you're starting out that you still uh, need to get something <laughs> from the group. And so many times they, they don't think of these things. They may have a newsletter with an ad. They may not have a newsletter that they never put an ad in, but you can ask them if they would mind promoting that in there. So uh, you would be happy to do that as long as they'll put in a big ad for that. Uh, I have spoken where I've been given a table at a trade show that actually has quite a bit of value because the tables and the areas are quite expensive, and that gives me exposure to everyone, not just the people that I would be speaking to in my session. So that gives me even more of, a, of an opportunity to meet with people, greet people, and to sell what I have to sell. Uh, it's an important thing that whenever you speak, you're really collecting contact information. And so 
get the membership, the attendee or exhibitor mailing list, and promote your book prior to your speaking, uh, offer a discount on pre-event purchases, or you can also then follow up with how much you enjoyed speaking for the group, and by the way, here is a link to your book, or here's your book offer. Um, you can have the organization purchase a certain number of books at a reduced rate for attendees or members, and this could be a fundraiser for the organization, too. So they might purchase 20 books, they might get it for much less from you, and they can sell it at the listed price, and therefore they're making some money on it. So that's one thing that you can do as well. And use this as an, your every speaking opportunity as a chance to send out press releases, the traditional kind, but even on your Facebook page, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, put a, on your signature of your email that you are speaking to a certain group and that uh, they're very happy to invite you and, and you are now the author of and you may get a copy at. So... Uh, I think letting your network know that you're speaking and that you are publishing your book. I think we assume people are keeping up with us, but what they do is they keep us in their mind from the last time that we ever communicated with them. So even so. though I worked at, as the Denver area manager for Weight Watchers so more than 30 years ago, people are still asking me if I'm working for them. So you have to... <laughs> I want to say, do I look like I'm working for them? <laughs> uh, <laughs> do I look like that? Uh, and so they have me frozen in time because that was our last point of reference. So yeah. you need to let your network know and build your network with every speaking opportunity that you have. All right, so building that network. So when we come back from this final break, I want to get into some tips on how to be more ca- captivating and, right. and, and, and more memorable. We can come back to that. And I absolutely want to address what to do with nerves because that's always an issue uh, to, to go in. And that and, and if we can get in some tips, I know this is a lot to do, of some structuring of, of putting that talk together, that, you know, point A, B, C, that you and I do do just kind of in our sleep, but a lot of people are still struggling with that. How's that sound? That sounds great. That's good. Well, I think that the, these tips that we're getting are just so imperative. I mean, I've done them all and, and working that. And I want to say that what I've told a lot of the people is to tell them that, you know, you're trading, your, your time has value. You've got to figure what the value is. I'm Judith Riles. We'll be right back with the amazing Karen Sussman, the author of the forthcoming Connector Die, The Secret of Making Compelling Presentations. <laughs> This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Writing and reading are moving to the cloud. WaveCloud represents a whole new community for writers and readers to connect, communicate, evaluate, and share. Writers hone their craft and build their business. Readers build their favorites. Sign up for updates at wavecloud.com. The 
book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need the book shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Bryles will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd. If you want to create a book with no regrets, give her a call today, 303-885-2207. That's 303-885-2207 or email her at judith at bryles.com. By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at MyBookShepherd and on Facebook at TheBookShepherd. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, in this fast-paced hour on speaking and authoring, and I think that they are joined to the hip. They they need to go hand in hand. As Karen said, Karen Sussman, my guest, said at the very beginning that it doesn't matter if it's fiction or nonfiction. There is a message in there, and what you need to do is find the message, the point. Maybe, if appropriate, tie it into something that's very topical, um, which is, I think, a, a smart strategy for an author to do from the stage to let them know that you're with it, too, and and that there's just a variety of things. And I know Karen's going to get into uh, some places. She has a list that she's going to give out to everybody for 77 places that you can speak at. And um, But what we want to do is I wanted to get into just a couple of quick things on some structuring of the speech. How do you, what are some key points in structuring? And also, what do you do when you're, my God, you can hardly get, your, your mouth is full of marbles. 
and I mean, which is an issue. Sometimes that <laughs> you thought, my God, who's who jumped into your mouth today? <laughs> or so, if it, it just totally dries up into cotton, that yes. happens too. Where would you like to start with? In, either it's, yeah. Where, well, let's let's deal with dry mouth. What do you do, or oh. or with marbles, or or um, I, I have to confess that sometimes when I'm exhausted, and and I when I used to be in 13 states in one month, and you are you know you don't know where you are from Timbuktu, is that I found that when I was exhausted, Karen, I would reverse the first letter on a word mm. with the next word. <laughs> oh. And I knew, I knew I needed a day off. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, so. here are some tips, and I think that what our big concern is, one, determining what your big concern is, and it's usually that you're going to forget where you're going or what your, your train of thought or that they won't like you or whatever. And I think, first of all, I always tell myself that the audience really wants me to be successful. Uh, they want to... They want a good experience. They're rooting for me. And that puts me at ease quite a bit. And, of course, there's no substitute for preparation. And while I don't encourage people to memorize a whole talk, I do suggest that you memorize exactly how you're going to get started because that's when Mm -hmm. the nerves usually hit, Mm -hmm. is when you're saying, oh, my gosh, what if I forget how to start and I get up there and I fumble around so memorize that, memorize it, your conclusion exactly, so that you leave them, you start with a good first impression, you leave with a good first, uh, good last impression. And then just uh, to, in the line of being well prepared, is to get there early, to know your visuals, to not wing it, and know the answers to the possible questions that you might get. Make a list of those and brainstorm with someone else, what might you ask about this topic? And then you're prepared for that. Know your location. I I can remember going to some place that had two offices, and I went to the wrong office. And, you know, then that sets panic of just going crazy because you think you're going to be late and you're already in a sweat and your makeup is running. And so you want to get there very early. You want to check out the location. You want to be sure you're going to the right place. And then also, very importantly, you know your audience. You've done your research on them, and you and you feel familiar with them. You know what their issues are, and there are many ways that you can find that out. I do a lot of deep breathing, and this reverses the stress response. I do many programs on stress, and this is a vital thing to do. It seems so simple, and it has no side effects and there's no medication involved, I just take some several deep breaths. Now, what that does for me is that I know that I can reduce stress by taking a deep breath and nobody will really notice it. And therefore, that relaxes me right away because I know that I have that in my pocket, so to speak. Um, The stress usually causes us to tense up. So right before your talk, if you can go into the restroom, go into a stall and or wherever you can and do some stretching, take those deep breaths, uh, that's going to relax you. Um, mentally rehearse in order to see yourself being successful. The great like to watch golf, and the great golfers never visualize themselves sending that ball into the rough. They visualize themselves getting a hole-in-one, and you need to be able to see yourself being a success up there. Okay. Uh, just 
Just the basic thing of to drink only water before presentation. Warm water and lemon are the best. We might think that we need coffee for a little bit of energy, but that will dry out our throat, and drying out your throat is one of the first stress responses. So I always take have a glass of water, you know, with me uh, on the wherever I'm speaking from, and uh, cold water is okay, but not as good as just warm water with lemon. I'm sitting here with my thermos right now with a big thermos of warm water and lemon. And move around on the stage. Don't pace, but move around to keep yourself from tightening up. And if you make a mistake, just laugh and correct yourself. Don't beat yourself up. The audience does not want to see you sweat. They don't want to have to feel bad for the speaker. So I just heard of an example where someone went and they thought they had their PowerPoint slides and they thought the group had the thumb drive for the PowerPoint slides and nobody had the slides. And the person who told me about this said that she just, the speaker was flummoxed and really distressed as opposed to the show must go on, you know your material, you laugh about it, and you do a good job and people aren't aren't going to even notice. You know, Karen, I had one of those situations, actually, where John and I were heading to Kansas for a big conference, a medical conference. And um, I'm checking in, and all of a sudden I realize I have the wrong computer. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I had none of the PowerPoints that I wanted, and I didn't put a flash drive in my pocket um, that I often would do for whatever reason. It just didn't happen. And I was really starting to stress myself out, and I just had I had my, my come-to-speak talk with myself and just said, my God, you wrote the book. You've done this a zillion times. It turned, and I and when I got there, I said, yeah, I know you were expecting this and that, but the reality is sometimes the speaker arrives before anything else does. So what you have is me in my mouth. I am the visual. I am the production, and here we go. And I did this amazing thing and incorporated the entire whiteboard across this room. That it it, it just it rocked. I mean, it's like the angels descended, and we had a fabulous time. So trust yourself that you know it. Trust Absolutely. yourself. Absolutely. One of my favorite mantras that I share with my coaching clients is, "I know, and I know that I know. Mm. I know, and I know." that I know and even as many years as I've been speaking and I I can get up and think oh my gosh I haven't prepared what will I and then I calm myself down by saying I know and I know that I know another thing I do in in that case is I always ask for a flip chart easel and pad and markers because if I I can always use that and it's a great tool because it adds a tremendous amount of spontaneity so People don't, they're with you. And I think that's one of the most important things to remember. And you mentioned about not getting enough sleep, and that's often a concern Mm -hmm. when, and especially if you're nervous, you might not sleep well. I always count on that adrenaline. I may collapse in a heap afterwards, (laughs) but (laughs) I welcome that energy, which you might call stress or anxiety, fear, anxiety, Energy are all the same thing. It's what you label it. So I appreciate the rush. Energy is your friend. And Mm -hmm. I want to feel that when I go out there because I have to project much further or farther than if I were just sitting across the table from someone. So count on it. It's a blessing. 
Oh, it is a blessing, and I and I get that. I think that what we you know what that happened to me was that I has during what uh, I spoke in healthcare, and during Nurses Week, I would sometimes do seven and eight presentations a day, in seven days in a row, and and you're thinking, and our audience may think you did fifty present. Yeah, I did, and that. Sometimes you're wondering, where in the devil am I today? I mean, you do get to that point. All right, so we have less than two minutes left, and I want to do, what's it, like three hot tips to be really more memorable? All right. One is to uh, connect, well, the main one is to connect with your audience, and you do this in a variety of ways. You do it with with your body, with your posture, walking towards that group. If you're up on a stage, maybe you can only lean towards that group. Whatever it is, connect with them. You connect with your humor. You connect with your voice. I think the voice, just in our limited time, is an underused tool because we can be so expressive with pauses, with our pace, mm-hmm. with the speed, with the mm-hmm. volume, soft, loud, and we can uh, speed it up. We can slow it down. All of these things are very exciting to an audience. It really is showbiz. And oh, I it, think we need exactly. to remember that. You have to. And, and sometimes you have to whisper. whisper uh, and I, I, you whisper. get their attention. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so with your movement, <laughs> with your gestures, uh, think, you know, let's say you've done a program several times. I always like to think, what could I do that is new and different. So your visuals don't have to be multimedia shows. You don't have yeah. to have climbed Mount Kilimanjaro and fallen off and cut off your arm with your own butter knife to okay. be compelling. But All right, so we're going to wrap up here. Great. All right, so Karen Sussman. You can get her at Karen at KarenSussman.com. Contact your emailer, Karen at Karen Sussman, S-U-S-M-A-N. Get her 77 tips. Tips on where to find places to speak. Karen, thank you for being with us. It was a pleasure, Judith. All right. It's your guide to book publishing. We'll talk with you Thank next week. You for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryle.